Hi, I'm Melody. And I'm Candy. And you're listening to Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises. Well, on today's episode of Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises, we have a very special guest. It's Jerry Grimes, a friend of ours, Candy. And Jerry, first of all, thank you for being here. Oh, I'm excited. This is great. Well, we wanted to talk to you because you have quite a story to tell about how you felt as if God had really asked you and your wife to do something in particular. You stepped out in obedience and did that, and the blessings are abundant from that step of obedience. And so we're going to let you just kind of tell your story from top to bottom about how that all came to be. Well, if you meet my family, we have four kids. We have two boys. We have two girls. And the two girls we refer to lovingly as our niece daughters. (laughs) And everybody's like, what do you mean by that? But they really are like daughters. But technically, they are my wife's nieces. And my wife's name is Lisa. So it comes out really funny. We call them Lisa's nieces. And that really (laughs) kind of sounds a little weird. But um, how that came to be is really the story of God asking us to do this huge thing in our lives, but also providing everything we needed to do it. Mm -hmm. And to tell you about it, I have to take you back 33 years. And we were a young married couple and we had those two little boys, Camden and Ben. I think uh, Ben was maybe uh, two at the time and Camden was maybe six or seven. We uh, lived in a two bedroom apartment, about 700 square feet. Mm -hmm. And we were making it okay. Um, I worked in media and we don't make a lot of money in in media, (laughs) but I wasn't even in the Christian uh, media. I was in secular. And, you know, we just were doing okay. But we made the commitment that we wanted Lisa to be able to stay home with our kids. So, you know, we weren't as well off as some people that had two incomes and could big buy a big house and all that stuff. In our family, in Lisa's family, the, there were the her brother and his wife got divorced. And it was because the circumstances surrounding it were because she had what we used to call uh, manic depression. It's mm-hmm. also now called bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about that particular mental illness, you have the manic phase, which is where you're just manic. You're wired, you're happy, everything is great, and then you have the depressive phase, and it's the it's just the dark side the of the moon. The worst of the worst. Yeah, it's just worse than it was to begin with. And she would neglect the children. They would end up in very terrible situations. Make a long story short, they ended up living with Lisa's parents, who were aging. They went back and forth several times. That's the point I want to make about this. She, she would try to take care of herself and, you know, being mentally ill, be doing really well, and then get into a depressive state, and then and the kids would be neglected and Lisa's parents would come get them and back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. And finally, the law stepped in and it was an ultimatum. It was a situation where the kids were going to be put in foster homes or they were going to live with a relative. We stepped up and went to the mom and in the state we were living in, we were able to get her to sign irrevocable guardianship papers to turn them over to us. Here we were, just a young couple, didn't know. We knew God was calling us to do it, to love these two girls and take them in and take care of them as best we could, but we didn't really necessarily have all the resources to do it. Mm. So we just kept praying. And blind we, faith, for sure. Blind faith. And we had a wonderful church uh, and small group at the time. You know, God worked through them to try to get us to understand, you know, we'll take this step of faith. We'll see where this leads. And we were trying to decide if, you know, maybe put the girls in one of the two bedrooms of the apartment and the boys stayed with us or how we were going to do it. And we just started praying. And I put an ad in a local newspaper. You know, one of those little, we call them shoppers. They're out by the checkout stand at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. You basically, they're free and they just got little ads and stuff in there. I paid a little bit of money and I put a little ad in there because in the place we were living in the time we were living, there were no 
houses for rent. There were barely apartments. There were no houses for rent. I put an ad in there, family desperately needs a home to rent because I knew we needed a bigger place. And a week later, a lady called me answer how many people do you know put ads in the paper to rent a place that, <laughs> no. that is not common at all and god called me to do it or told me to do it and a week later this lady called me she and her family were moving out of state they didn't mm. want to sell this house they wanted to rent it to somebody she heard our story and she opened up her wow. heart and we were able to rent that place for about what we were paying for the apartment and it was the perfect house the perfect house it was a tri-level you know what a tri-level is three floors yeah yeah well of course but i mean you walk in and you're like on a main floor and you can go under upstairs up, yeah. and downstairs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the downstairs had a separate full bathroom and a bedroom for the girls teenage girls yeah they were 13 and 15 when they moved in with us and then the upstairs was where where the rest of us stayed and everybody had their own space wow and it was just it was perfect and then later about about three years later god opened the door for us to buy that same house and mm. that was a real blessing in our lives so literally we went from should we do this to we could do this to we're going to do this and but how to mm-hmm. god providing and we, we were able to make it happen through god providing everything that we needed and, mm. and the wonderful friends and our friends came and they cleaned the house for us uh, before we moved in they they helped us they brought meals they did everything they could mm-hmm. and during the whole journey let me tell you something racing at one time we would get up in the morning we had to take ben to nursery school camden to elementary school christina to junior high school and stacy to high school oh my morning. gracious and so wow. we had lots of help and and mm. god really did provide everything that we needed it shows you how god just anytime there's something that he asks us to do there's a million things going on around it for it to all come together like when you look back on your life jerry you and i are about the same age so i know in my life i look back on my life as i was coming and i see that it's like a well choreographed ballet yeah like how everything just fits together even while i'm sitting in front of this mic is a miraculous story because oh yeah I don't know anything about radio. <laughs> Still Andy don't do it. Either. We don't know no. what we're doing, but somehow we're here and it's only by, you know, his grace and our obedience to do it. Because let me tell you something, I don't know that I and she either. We really wanted to do it. We were scared right. to death. Right. Yeah. So it goes to show you how when you step out into that obedience, that the blessings from that are abundant. Mm-hmm. But I want to ask you this. How did that time in your life where you did that? Because you were quite a bit younger when that happened how has that framed the rest of your life being able to trust god in different situations well it has i whole nother story is i'm a three-time cancer survivor Mm -hmm. when i first got my diagnosis you know i did remember that moment where i knew god was providing everything we needed to do what he called us to do and I just remembered how much God loves me, how much I can trust him. I don't always have all the answers. I'm a, I'm a love to have everything laid out in front of me. I love <laughs> yeah. to have oh, the yeah. schematic and the plan and mm-hmm. the bullet points and everything. But God doesn't work that way. And faith is you know, walking in the dark, knowing you've got a hand to hold yeah. somebody that you can trust. And it helped me through that time. It gave me a, a sense of assurance, but also just the wonderful blessing of having these girls in our lives. Uh, God called us to move. Uh, you know, six or 700 miles from the place where all of this happened. Totally different part of the country. We, we left the girl. One of them was in college and the other one, you know, was working and had an apartment and that kind of thing by the time that all happened. And about three years later, Christina got a 
job transfer to come to where we are so she could be with us. Oh my goodness. And now we see her every day and she's Aww. married and has a wonderful husband and, and they have a boat and they take us out on it. <laughs> you know, that's a good thing. Just too. another blessing, right? <laughs> yeah. you no, know, but they really are. They they have grown up so beautifully and so there are some scars uh, from the childhood that they had. Mm-hmm. But in some ways, especially with Christina, there is a strength that she has and a compassion that she has for other people mm. that uh, is amazing. She's wonderful to have in our life, and so is Stacy. Well, I'm sure that when you think about the alternative, if you had not yes. taken those girls in, the trajectory of their lives right. more than likely could be totally, totally oh, different. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 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 Stacy is diabetic. She, you know, still to this day, is she has to get dialysis now because diabetes has really affected her. So we're praying for God's healing and restoration of her health. But yeah, they have friends that went into foster care and and not that foster care is a bad thing. Mm -mm. Foster parents are doing amazing things. But yeah, sometimes it doesn't. The children that go through the hard places, there's trauma around that. Some people never recover from it, Mm -hmm. and it leads to addictions. It leads to all kinds of other problems. And the worst thing that it does, if they were neglected or abused, they sometimes repeat the neglect and abuse, and that's what we want to stop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When I was raising my kids, I would tell them, you know, for me to trust you, I'm going to start with trusting you in a few little things, and then if you pass that test, so to speak, then I can begin to trust you in the big things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how it is when we're trying to live the life that God wants us to live. It's like, okay, God, I'm going to I'm going to ask for this small thing and then that thing happens. Maybe not in the way we even thought, but it happens and the answer is always perfect when it's his, whether it's yes, no, or you got to wait a little bit. And that has taught me to trust even more. You know, as he has been faithful to me in the small things of my life through the years, now I'm pretty good at just going out there and saying, okay, I'm going to trust you yeah. with this, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so I admire you for, for you and your wife, Lisa, both for stepping out in faith because that is a that is not just small decision. That decision had a lot of stuff around it that you had to think through. It, and it affects our lives to this day. And right now on the other side of it, it affects it in a positive way. There were times where it was like, now why did we decide to do this yeah. exactly? And yeah. it complicates everything. I yeah. mean, even if you had the money to go out to dinner, it comp- complicated that decision. Mm-hmm. Complica- it decided what kind of vehicle we were going to get. Mm-hmm. And that's another story. We had to get a bit, bigger vehicle. And my brother just so happened to be working at a car dealership and wow. helped us get a Ford Aerostar <laughs> van to haul those four youngins around in. So, so God, God was God working that. this out that's way before yeah. you even knew. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. Well, right now you may be facing that same kind of decision. Maybe not the exact decision that Jerry and his wife were having to make, but you are having to make a decision in your life where it takes an enormous amount of faith, an enormous amount of stepping out, even though the future seems unclear, it seems a little cloudy, you actually don't know what in the world is happening. And so hopefully Jerry's story will encourage your heart today, will give you some confidence to do that, to step out and just say, God, I'm giving it to you. You've asked me to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to step out. At some point, you're going to be able, like Jerry, to step out and look back in and give God all the glory for it. Thanks for listening to the Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises podcast with Candy and Melody. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and share the podcast. You can learn more at joyfm.org. 
Try Peas and Carrots podcast for more encouragement. Brian and Kayla share life from their piece of the vegetable patch. Expect a laugh, find common ground, and hear stories you can't wait to share. It's a podcast about doing life together, growing in Christ together, and learning to laugh no matter what comes your way. Search Peas and Carrots podcast wherever you listen to podcasts today. Get quick encouragement on the go with your encouraging five-minute podcast. It's a weekly dose of encouragement to start your week off right. Search your encouraging five-minute podcast today. Navigating life as a mom or a dad in a blended family can be a real challenge. But working together with God's help, there are strategies that work and ideas to come. Blended is a podcast hosted by dad and pastor, Derek Withrow, designed as real help for the 40% of families with kids from a previous marriage. Make it your next download on Apple, Google, or wherever you listen.